You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 204. Rockstar and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantors, speaker, coach and founder of The C Method, where I help high-performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. Now, I want to give a big shout out to listener Niran, who visited my Toastmasters meeting this week. And she didn't know that I was part of the club, by the way. She came along because she wanted to see what it's all about. And she came up to me and said, oh my goodness, I know you. You're Christina. I listen to your podcast every morning. What a champion. So big shout out to Niran. And, you know, she did face one of her big fears at the meeting and she spoke impromptu to the whole audience, which was amazing. So well done, Niran. Now, fear, speaking of facing fears, fear's been a bit of a theme on this podcast. Last week, we met the inspiring Fung Fan, who shared her story of how she changed her relationship with fear. And today, I want to share some of my thoughts around fear based on an experience I had recently. Now, show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash 204. So I recently got back from a 10-day holiday in New Zealand. Now, New Zealand has been in the news for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately, due to the terrorist attack they had there, which is awful And I want to offer my condolences to everyone who has been affected. Now, fortunately, I had a much more positive experience when I was there. Now, New Zealand is known for many things, one of them being extreme sports. If you're an adrenaline junkie and you love the outdoors, then New Zealand's the place for you. Now, when we were there, Aaron and I went to a place called Rockin' Ropes, which is a high-wire ropes course where they had a number of challenges you could do. They all required climbing about 12 to 15 metres high up, up onto the, these utility poles. So that's 40 to 50 feet approximately. And they put you in a rock climbing harness to which a rope is attached and then strung over the high wire, you know, that's even higher than the top of the poles. And then your guide has the other end and then they would belay you safely down, like in rock climbing, once you complete the challenge or if you fell. So they would catch you, of course. Our guide, whose name was Phil, he was a lovely Irish man, he gave us a quick briefing and got us strapped into our harnesses. Okay, he said, Christina, you're doing the trapeze swing. You're going to climb up that pole, stand on top, reach out and jump to that trapeze in front of you. Easy. Now, from the ground looking up, I thought, oh yeah, I think I can do this. I've been skydiving before. This should be pretty simple in comparison. So I shimmied up the pole using the wire handholds, it was like climbing a a circular ladder. I was full of confidence, feeling pretty good. But at the top, it was a completely different matter. All of a sudden, the ground seemed very, very far away. And not only did I have to stand on top of the pole without holding on to anything, there was a slight breeze which made the tiny platform quite wobbly. So I was swaying in the breeze. Now, my primal instincts quickly kicked in. My hands were so clammy and my stomach was churning. Everything I could feel in my brain and body was telling me that this was terribly unsafe. 
and that I should back down, get the hell out of there and find somewhere warm to curl up with a warm blanket and a cup of hot milk. I truly wished I could be anywhere but there. I stood there for a very long time. The thoughts in my head were very loud and very clear. My, my thoughts were going, the trapeze is too far away. I won't make it. How do I know this rope will hold? What if the harness breaks? Am I properly strapped in? What if Phil doesn't catch me? I'm going to die. I vocalised some of these concerns to Phil, who was still standing 12 metres below me. He goes, the only way to down is to jump, Christina. He says, don't worry, the trapeze looks much further away than it actually is. I, I finally managed to pull it together. I took a deep breath and I leapt from the pole. I felt the trapeze bar under my hands. Yes, I managed to make it and I gripped it for dear life and let out a little, you know, scream of relief. Now Phil yells up from below. He goes, okay, brilliant. Now put your legs up, hook them over the bar and hang upside down. You know, you should never, never trust these extreme sport people. Once you think you're done, there's always more. <laughs> they just give you more. I did manage to draw upon my gymnastic skills from my school days and I hooked my knees over the bar and then after letting go of my hands, it was time to let go of my knees. Phil decided to let me free fall a few metres, which was terrifying, um, and then he, but then he slowed me down and I landed softly back on the ground. Now, my knees were still shaking, but I felt a huge rush of excitement as I realised what I had accomplished. I was like, forget Lord of the Rings, I'm Lord of the Ropes, yeah. (laughs) Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a big believer in getting out of your comfort zone in order to learn and grow and achieve things you never thought possible. And I continue to learn you know, I sometimes I think, oh, you know, I've jumped out of a plane, I did stand-up comedy, I can I sang in front of an audience, you know, a big audience. That was that was those were all really scary things. So sometimes I think to myself, oh, you know, I've got this fear handling thing down pretty well. But at the top of that pole, swaying in the breeze, staring down at, you know, potential death, it reinforced to me that every comfort challenge has something new to teach us. So here are three things that I learned from that experience. Now, I'm not asking you to go jump off a pole or go skydiving or do anything extreme. But my experience taught me a lot about our fears in our day-to-day lives and how we can work to uh, build a better relationship with them. So first, I'm going to take a quick drink of water. because it's early in the morning and my voice isn't super warmed up yet. Okay, first lesson is to be aware of the thoughts that try to keep you safe. Now, like I shared before, when I was on that top of the pole, I was very, very focused on my current situation and my thoughts were very, very clear, telling me to back down. I couldn't think of anything else in that moment. Now, in day-to-day life, in the workplace, when you're at home, these thoughts can be a little more subtle. We might be put in a position, let's say, to speak up in a meeting or an opportunity might come up at work for us to go to a networking event or deliver a presentation or go for a promotion. And all of these situations can trigger some fearful thoughts, thinking, 
I can't go for that. I'm not qualified. What if I speak up? What if I look stupid? What if I mess up? What if I forget what I'm saying? All of these fearful thoughts, for some of you, they might be very clear, but for others, they might be more subtle because you've got a lot of other things going on around you. And then we decide to not do the thing. We don't speak up. We don't write that book. We don't go to that networking event. We don't walk up to and introduce ourselves to that person. We hold ourselves back and oftentimes we don't realize why we're doing it because we, we're not aware of those thoughts around in our head. We just think, oh, I'm not going to do that. But we're not conscious and aware of the thoughts that are holding us back, those fearful thoughts. So my challenge to you is to be aware and try to develop an awareness or a stronger awareness of these thoughts that run around in your head that are trying to keep you safe because that is the primal brain's job to keep us safe. That is what that is the the part of you that pulls you back when you're about to step onto a busy road. You know, all of these or when we hear a loud noise, when we jump, those are our fear responses trying to keep us safe. But with many of the situations we encounter that get us out of our comfort zone, it's not a matter of life or death. And so and that fear um is actually an indication that this is challenging for you and is going to help you to learn and grow. So be aware of the thoughts that are trying to keep you safe. Okay, before we get to the second thing that I learned that I want to share with you, let's take a quick break. Hey, Rockstar, are you a professional woman? And you're at that point in your career where you know that you want more recognition, you want to get to that level of success that you want and you deserve and have more influence in the workplace If that's the case, then I invite you to apply for my group coaching program for professional women, which starts on May 28th. So if you want to speak up and be heard, make a bigger impact, have more confidence with public speaking, influence and engage your colleagues and stakeholders, then this is your program. Go to thecmethod.com slash group coaching for more info and to apply. We'll set up a discovery call and explore if the program is a fit for you. The call is free and there's no obligation to sign up, not at all. We're simply exploring your goals, your aspirations, your challenges, and whether this would be a great program to help you get there. That link again is thecmethod.com slash group coaching. Also check out the description of this podcast in your app. The link will be there as well. I look forward to speaking with you. Okay, back to the show. The second idea or lesson I want to share with you, is to find your edge. Everyone has their own comfort bubble, their own size. Everyone has a different experience, different uh, a different experience to you, different approaches. They've all done different things, which has contributed to their, their edge, to their, the size of their comfort bubble. So try not to compare yourself to others. And don't project your level of experience on them as well. When Aaron, so Aaron, um, my partner, was there with me and he's particularly terrified of heights. And I said to him, come on, you can do it, you can do it. And he did the first obstacle, which was to walk across a bridge, which was 12 metres high. It was a very narrow bridge with no handholds. And that for him, that was his edge. He was terrified of doing that. When it came to the trapeze jump, he said, you know what? That's way beyond my comfort zone, but 
but I do like to go fast. So how about I go on the flying fox instead? And that was fine. And he went and did the flying fox and he loved it and had a really, really good time. Um, Phil, our guide at the Rock and Ropes, he told us that they would get skydivers coming in and so, and many people think of skydiving as the absolute extreme of all extremes. And he said that they can't do the trapeze jump. He said they're terrified. He said he's had many skydivers up there going, oh, yeah, this should be easy. And then once I get up, they can't do it. Now, it would be unfair of us to assume that a skydiver would be able to jump from that pole and do the trapeze swing. You know, for a, for a skydiver, their comfort zone is in jumping out of planes. They're used to it. They've done it many times over. It doesn't mean that jumping for a trapeze, to, just because it's 12 metres high, doesn't mean it's easier. So don't, um, you know, expect others to have that same level, that, that same comfort zone as you. You need, uh, and also you need to stop comparing yourself. Well, you know, if, you, if that's something you do, um, don't think to yourself, oh, well, they can do it. Why can't I? Right? You can use it as a bit of motivation if that's what works for you, but find your edge. Find the edge of your comfort zone and then go do that thing. So for you, it may not be getting up and doing a presentation in front of your whole company. It might simply be doing a small presentation in front of a small group of five first. And then once you develop some confidence from that, then you can start to work your way up. For you, it might be simply practicing making eye contact with someone. You don't have to have a full-blown engaging conversation with someone at a networking event. If that's way out of your comfort zone, then practice making small talk. Practice um, holding eye contact instead. Practice simply asking them questions. It's all about finding your edge. So if you can do that, then it's going to help with, uh, you know, make that journey of um, building a better relationship with fear much more easier and enjoyable. And the final lesson I want to share with you is to trust in the process and in yourself. Now, one of the fears I had, and it was a big one when I was standing at the top of that pole, is that I was freaking out the rope wouldn't hold. I had to say to Phil over and over, are you sure this rope's going to hold? Are you sure it's going to hold? Are you sure I'm trapped in, uh, um, trapped in? Are you sure I'm strapped in properly? And he said, yes, yes, it's fine. And I, I had to fully trust that Phil knew what he was doing and that he had checked the ropes and he's done this a million times before and that they have, you know, really expensive insurance premiums and that, and that I would be okay. And more importantly, I had to trust that I could do it. And even if I couldn't do it, that I was going to be okay with that. So that was a big fear that I had and it is the same in in your in your work life you need to trust in yourself that you've got this that you can do it you know a lot of the times we hold ourselves back because we fear that we can't handle what would happen you know what happens if i forget my words i fear that i won't be able to handle what would happen after that what happens if i mess up what i'm saying or if i say the you know something that someone doesn't like what if i'm at a networking event and they don't like me or I accidentally offend someone, I'm afraid that I can't handle what's going to happen. But you need to trust yourself, my friend. Trust that, you know what, I might mess up. In fact, I probably will because I'm human and that's what humans do. But you know what, I can handle it. 
Whatever happens, I'm going to treat it as a learning opportunity, and I know that I will be able to handle whatever happens. And also, you know, trust in the process and know that, hey, I'm going to go through, I'm going to, um, what I've learned, I'm going to implement it. You know, you might have learned something from the podcast, right? You might have learned, uh, maybe you've been to one of my workshops and you've learned how to introduce yourself with impact. Trust in that process and go, you know, I've learned this. I, you know, it, it works. I've practiced it. I'm going to trust that I can do it and I'm going to trust that this works. And even if something happens, I'm okay to handle it. So that was what I had to do. I had to trust in the ropes and only then, trusting in Phil and trusting in the ropes, only then was I able to make that leap. Because if I had no trust in the ropes, then there's no way I could have done it. So those are my three lessons that I that I got from from that very short experience, but it was it was impactful. To recap, be aware of the thoughts that try to keep you safe. Number two, find your edge, as in find your edge. And number three, trust in the process and in yourself. Okay, Rockstar, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been valuable to you. If you did enjoy it, please do share it with someone who you think may also um, find it beneficial for them. You can say to them, hey, I just listened to this great podcast. Um, it's by Christina Canders. It's called Stand Out, Get Noticed. Here, let me share you the link to, to the episode. I think you'll really enjoy it. If you can do that, that would be amazing. It's one of the best ways we can get the podcast to be heard by more people and the message out there so that we can um, help more people. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rockstar, for listening. Keep on being awesome, and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.